Hello stackers, I am David, the Dungeon Master for Tomes of the Chaos Bard. I really enjoy the Stacko Dice, and if you are all caught up and looking for another family-friendly podcast, come check us out. We are a 5th edition D&D game with original songs and music. We play in Keleth, where there is great unease, and Solemn the Chaos Bard follows a group of adventurers as they help decide the fate of the land. Tomes of the Chaos Bard. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Come, join us as we unroll the scroll to tell the tale. Now back to your adventure on Stacko Dice. And so so have you been able to talk him into thinking better of his ridiculous and ludicrous plan over the past week? I mean, how are we going to fix it? No, Don't I really didn't know. because I did listen to the last play episode mm-hmm. Where we talked about the plan, and I'm like, mm-hmm. Bish, you didn't listen at all. He's I totally know. going rogue. I'm like, yeah, we just wanna, we wanna go in, do some reconnaissance, and he and even, like, get the information, and bring it back. So I've been, back. I've been editing, you know, the one that's coming out on Monday, which is the one where last week's game where he went crazy and said we never talked about recon only, and you and I are. <laughs> that's gonna sound so funny when it's all put together because we are totally talking over each other. You're like, yes, we did, yes, yes. we did, and I'm like, one hundred percent. 100%. It's going to sound so hilarious. Like, you really didn't remember in. that, Michael? Or you're saying bad? He's still not remember. paying attention. Yeah, he's like, what? I'm sorry. I was uh, not listening. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Case in point. I've been listening to that, and he's like, we never discussed just a recon mission. And I'm thinking in the previous episodes, like the, the last two episodes before this one, as when we were talking about the plan, he even responded and said, Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll I remember. Just, I remember. I'll just need to get in there and see what it looks like, you know. And then when, when, I, when, when we get our intel, then we, can, then we can decide what to do. So you agreed to it and verbalized I your agree. understanding. I agree. Michael agreed to it. But Womber Bash, uh, he didn't no, remember was, this No, this was in-game. This was you as Bash saying... Yeah, I just need to get in there. He forgot about that. Evidently. And did he also forget the crucial piece of information that the warden said if there's any trouble, the prisoners are going to be killed straight away? Yeah. How are you going to handle that all by yourself? He might not remember that part. Oh, good night, guys. The scene opens and all the prisoners are dead. (laughs) Oh my gosh, don't even. Womberbash is standing in the midst. (laughs) Yeah, bathed in blood. Yeah. With a stunned expression on his face and thinking, somebody else needs to tell Tira about this. I didn't write. No, you're fine. Because I can't see it. I'm trying to get around. Just take the map and throw it away. (laughs) It's clearly unimportant. I mean, just throw it away like our plan. Well, it's throwing me off because I'm like, there are... If we're going by this map, yeah, yeah, there are too many lookouts along this, uh, yeah, you know, fence or again the wall, wall, the wall, yeah, the fence. You keep calling it a fence. <laughs> the wall. Did I do that in the recording? Uh-huh. Too? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The wall. The fence wall. The wall fence. <laughs> wall fence wall. The wall that fences in the uh, town. When we left off, the ladies were on their way down the mountainside. Yep. To go towards the city. Blissfully Wom- unaware of the chaos getting ready to ensue. And Womber Bash is in the prison area. Trusting that Bash will carry out our well-laid plan. And we're going to pick up with the ladies moving down the mountainside. Now, do yes. we have to start off on the mountain or can we say... We can say you that you've made your way. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the whole time that this was happening, we were traveling. So. Yeah. I would say that your work in the dungeon has taken you 20 minutes. 
So that's, that's not so a whole yeah, lot of not, time. We're not yeah. going to be all the way there yet. I mean, how long would you take them to fly there? Also 20 minutes? Um, yeah, approximately. Straight so line flight. So it hasn't even been an hour. We're not going to be there yet. Yeah, yeah but yeah, you've well, gotten down to the valley floor. Okay. Yeah. It's easier we're to get down smoke, than we're up. Because I remember rising, we were winding <laughs> up to the camp and everything. Yeah. On a wagon. On a slow-moving yeah, ox drawn right, wagon. Yeah. We, we, as we get to the valley floor, we see smoke rising from the center of the town. Huh. <laughs> I wonder what that could be. The prison is destroyed. <laughs> it's been incinerated. There's just a crater where the city once was. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Goodness. All right, here we go. Hello, stackers, and welcome back to another episode of Stack a Dice. We are excited to continue our actual play story, and we are ready to get going. I'm Rhett the DM, and we welcome you to our table as we continue our ongoing 5th edition D&D adventure. With me is... Meredith as Tira Ironstag. Michael as Wamberbash Benson Mom. And Catherine as Farron. And the dice as Chaos. (laughs) (laughs) Or Wamberbash as Chaos. Yeah, same. Who is ready to tell a story? Me. 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 Follow a band of intrepid friends as they seek to understand the world changing around them, and as they work together to face a growing evil. Enter a world of adventure and mystery in Vardalon. Previously on Stack of Dice. For some of you, perhaps sleep comes more quickly than for others. And actually, when you awaken in the first gray light of early morning, you awaken with bleary eyes. It wasn't a bad rest. Wamberbash, you do feel like perhaps you had a more troubled sleep than usual. And I'd say that Tira and Farron, you did hear some stirring and maybe even some low mumbling coming from Wamberbash through the night. You gather together several layers of metal, and as you draw it out, it's white hot. After 30 minutes of working this small ingot, you have it worked out to blade shape, and then with some careful honing, you put a nice white edge on it, and you have a very serviceable, tiny panavas. I grab the little mini Panabas and I, I wave to her and I, I take off and I'm going to head toward uh, I'm going to rise above the, the tree line there and look out to see where I spot the, the, the city, town, and uh, I'm going to head, head straight there. So then I'm going to flutter down to these uh, barred windows okay. and I'm going to peer in. The smell of sewage is rank down here. And as your eyes adjust to the gloom, you see that you're looking into a prison cell. The bars form a barrier between you and the people that are inside. You do see a couple figures inside. They are wearing rather tattered-looking clothing, and they are huddled together for warmth on a straw-strewn floor. Do do you know know Torgovets? Torgovets, yes. You know him. Yes, I I met him recently. Um, Twelve hours ago. I... My, our, our plan is to try to get you out of here. Um, oh, thank the gods. And so you take your sword back and you flutter back out. And this time he holds his hand out through the bars to give you a, a stable platform to work from. And that little bit of stability provides you with just the leverage you need. And with a little extra effort, there's a click and the lock seems to disengage. Farron and Tira, 
you have made it down to the valley floor. Off to the east, the city of Saragavan appears to be quiet and slumbering in this early morning period. You are free to converse, gallop. <laughs> this is going to be hard to talk. Separate player like we knowledge. don't know what's going on. <laughs> you know, I really I'm hope so Bash like... is not doing this. <laughs> I wouldn't He's put it so past him, though. Come back to us soon. <laughs> He should be back here. <laughs> He's so reliable, so trustworthy, simple, loving little bash. And okay. works on plans to a fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. okay. I should have been thinking about this all week. How am I going to act like I don't know what's going on? Baron, oh, do you have okay. anything to add? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, all right, go for it. Bash should be well inside the prison by now, don't you think? I would think. Yeah, it would only have taken him... Certainly less than an hour to get down there. Um, he may even be, re- be ready to report when we get to the edge of the city. Now, I forget, are we going to the gate or are we going to the sewer? I, f- I don't know if we ever decided that. I forget. I think the plan was to wait somewhere outside Just of along, the wall. Yeah. Right, so we're going to be approaching from the northwest, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. coming down from the mountains yeah. and trying to stay. I mean, I know there, there are checkpoints all along, but the main gate is here, and maybe we want to kind of stay out of their eye line. As I described the valley before, mm-hmm. there are lots of little foot trails mm-hmm. that have been formed over the years, and those tend to merge down to a main road that extends maybe a mile out from the city. So by the time you get to the city, there's, there's one major road coming into that west gate. Okay, and I thought that you also said that there was a lot of hubbub going on. Like, there's a lot of people walking around and stuff outside of the walls. Outside, on, and inside the walls. Yeah, there, there's people moving all over. It's a big city. It's a trade port. It is mm-hmm. the main city in the southern area of coastal trend, intercoastal trend. What I am trying to get at is I don't think that we have to not pass up the main gate uh, on the west side because I would prefer to get closer to the prison area, which means we have to go down to the south side of the Yeah, that is true. Yeah, you're right, because if we are coming up from the northwest, we are literally on the opposite side of the town from the prison. Okay, that's fine. What I wanted to do, and this is side talk, what Mm -hmm. I wanted to do is uh, look and see... If we can find any exit to that sewer line. Okay. Because it is near the water. Very true. And what I was hoping to do is work in that there's a lot of overbrush there because it's not a section that they're really worried mm-hmm. about outside of the, yeah. the gate, outside of the wall, mm-hmm. so that we can maybe get in and find under something there. To, yeah, and, something to hide in. Yeah. That's All what right. I was hoping. That's what I was hoping. Damn. <laughs> There's a lot of overgrowth there. We can hope all we want. You won't see us there. (laughs) Hope springs eternal. Yeah, It does. Um, So we're continuing down. How long does it take us to get all the way down to there, making more of a straight beeline on our horses? Yeah, moving on horseback as opposed to heavy wagon. You think you can traverse the valley in about 40 minutes? Moving fairly straight line and at a canter. Okay. As we are approaching the city and it's within sight on the main road, mm-hmm. uh, Tiro, I guess, will turn to Farron. As I recall, the prison was closer to the south end of the city, Farron. What if we make a casual pass by the main gate? 
so we can at least lay eyes on it, see how many, what, what the situation is, how busy it is, how the guards are looking from the outside. Um, then perhaps we won't draw attention. I mean, people, it's a main road past the city. They can't pay close attention to every single person that passes by. We can go around that southwest side and maybe look to see if the outlet of those sewers may be down around that southwest side, closer to the shore. Right, I think that's an excellent idea. Let's, uh, let's see if we can find the outlet to those sewers on the south side. Does the main road come straight up to the gate, or does it pass the gate, and then there's like a side road that, you know it what I'm saying? It runs like, straight into the gate. Oh, okay. Now, there are little trails around the city to make thoroughfare to the other gates possible. Okay. But it, those are lesser trails and not the, the main road. Well, then, as we are approaching on the main road from, you know, 50 yards out on that road, what do we see? You see people moving on top of the walls. You see a couple of guards in front of the gate, which is open. The wooden walls look sturdy in the growing morning light. Uh, there is already a small trickle of people moving into the city, but there's not enough to... We couldn't just blend in with exactly, the crowd exactly. moving in. You would still be one or two of about mm-hmm. 10 or 15 people trying to get through. Does it appear that they are checking papers or identification at the gate as people are moving in? It does. Okay. I think we should just pass up the main gate at a distance as if we're not mm-hmm. interested we're not in going, going to, to the city. city. Okay, um, I guess the first little foot trail we see breaking off... Towards the south. Towards the south. We will go ahead and veer off on that. Okay. The horses trot easily along as you make your way south. I should have asked, because we're going, we're coming down with two of Torgabetz's men. Do they have papers that would allow them into the city? They do not. They do not. Okay, so we do, we, we can just scratch that idea. All right. I mean, that's initially what I had in mind, mm-hmm. though, is that if we did have to get in, or if we were to plan to be in the city, is that we would just act like we were selling stuff like we did before. Right. But that wasn't... You yeah, know, the reason we ultimately we were, decided. Well, the, and the reason we were able to do that is because Torgovets had those papers. He showed like identification as a merchant who has access to the city or who has permission to to sell in the city. And since we don't have him and his papers, and, and these gentlemen apparently do not either. All right. Well, then we head down, uh, head down that road, and approach the southwest corner. Fair. Do you have something to add? Is this fresh water or salt water? This is a salt water body east of you. Okay. And you remember that from your time on the docks? There's that oh, that's brackish, right. the, the the brackish salty, smell. Yeah. Salt. Yeah, salt that's salt. true. Thank you for telling me that I remember something. <laughs> <laughs> Give me way when, too much credit. When, it's, I <laughs> when it was a month or two ago, it's difficult to remember, I know. Yeah. I was going to try to play it off to let the drinks uh, drinks horses to let the horses drink the water but if it's salt water that doesn't help yeah it you're you're at a far enough distance that any activity you do out here as long as you're not being too obvious about mm-hmm. it is the, the guards have no interest in you all right are there any woods to the south of the city is it just open it's until open you can see yeah the closer you get to the shore the rockier it gets uh, this is not Sandy Beaches area. This is very much, uh, if you've been along the California coastline, especially mid to north state, it gets very rocky. It's that kind of thing. Is there fishing going on? 
Uh, Outside of the city? From your vantage point, not shore fishing, but you can see little boats bobbing out in the water at a pretty good distance, maybe a mile or two, maybe more out. You see the brightly colored floats on the water that mark where the nets are and that kind of thing. Mm. I have an idea, but it, so if you're thinking, all that's I was fine. thinking, if you're gonna say something. No, all I was gonna say was Tira is just gonna approach the wall. It looks like there is some sort of a checkpoint right here at the very southern tip. There is a gate at the southern end of the city. How many men are outside of it? Looks like two from here. This is one of the lesser gates. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So there's two on the gate. Are there any up on the wall? There's one every 100, 200 feet or so. They're, at this time of day, early morning, mm -hmm. most of the activity is building at the main gate. Guard shifts are typically lighter overnight, so really maybe just one or two on the walls in addition to the two at the gate. Right, but if there's there's no forest and there's practically nothing going on down here, they just see four people on horses, there's no way for us to really sneak up to that. Not really. All right, what was your idea, Farron? <laughs> Tira, I have an idea. Just follow me. Lead the way. I'm going to lead the group to the shoreline, to the rocky shoreline, and when we get there, I'm going to dismount, and they're going to follow suit, mm -hmm. and I walk over to Tira. Tira, let's just pretend we're waving at somebody in one of the boats that we're here to kind of meet them or to let them know that we're here mm -hmm. and move our stuff around, get some things out of the saddlebag and just like sit on these rocks here so that we have a good vantage point of what's going on closer to the wall. Mm -hmm. That is a brilliant idea, Farron. I'm so glad we have you with us on this. All right, let's do it. Um, Tira walks the horse down and dismounts. I didn't bring very much with me. I think we can make it look like yeah, we're doing something, enough, setting up something just to sit here by the water. Right, and enough kinda, to make a show of it, mm -hmm. yeah. getting things down. And, and the nice thing is the rocks here are so jumbled and tall that it's easy for you to screen yourself behind them. All right, great. There is also at this point where you've chosen to break over to the coast, there's a rather noisome smell hanging in the mm. air. So when Tira gets settled, uh, I'm going to look to my left and try and make as, uh, as keen a visual inspection of the wall, looking for you know, a, a storm grate or something that the, the sewage, the, the, uh, the sewer line might be emptying out on. As you get down close to the water's edge, as it laps up against the stone here, you see that the water is pretty badly discolored. And there are things floating in it at this point. To the north of where you are, there's a half circle cut into the, the stone. The city was built on something of a small bluff on the water. And so in that cliff face, there's cut a, a half circle exit where the sewer apparently flows out of the city. Am I saying this too or just Tira? Uh, she's the one who's looking. Okay. Mm -hmm. It would not be hard for you to look over and see it. I, I think I'll just tap her on the shoulder as she's flagging her non-existent friends on the... Hey! And the people on the boat are we like... We brought lunch! <laughs> well, they're two miles out. They're not even <laughs> yeah, paying yeah, attention. They don't care. <laughs> they're too busy hauling in nets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so I elbow Farron in the ribs. Ow. You take one point of damage. 
<laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, she cuts her arm or elbow <laughs> yeah. on That's my right. on um, your studded arm. leather. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'll jerk my head in that direction. I think that must be it. Do you see that that sort of semicircle opening in the wall towards the base, right there? Yeah, I see it. I see it. It looks pretty big. It looks like we could probably fit. So if we have to get in, as gruesome as it sounds, we could maybe get in that way. If we have to, um, that would be an extreme emergency, but I, I could do it. I could do it. I wonder, though, how... Well, Bash knows this is where we're going to be waiting for him. Uh, I- you would think. <laughs> <laughs> I guess all we need to do is wait until until he comes to give his report. Yeah. It he, shouldn't be long. She looks at her watch. <laughs> yeah, she looks at her Apple watch. Her her wrist sundial. Yeah. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> that work. <laughs> you gotta position yourself just so. <laughs> Let me paint the picture a little bit for you. Okay. From where you are. There is a bend in the shoreline, and you can see it represented on the map. So if you want to check it out on Twitter, Instagram, and Discord, we'll have this map posted. The shore angles to the east pretty heavily, and the stones are pretty tall, like I said. It might be possible for you, with care, to move along the stones, holding on to the jagged faces, to actually get to that entrance to the sewers if you wanted to, without being seen. Okay. In that case, uh, maybe we could just leave the horses with Torgovetz's men, because I don't think a horse could navigate that that kind of no, terrain. No, definitely not. I'm envisioning actually where Lorraine, where those big rocks are by uh, the pier and everything. Those were huge and okay. very huge, yeah, jaggedy, and there were chasms between them. Tell you what, everything. if you're able, if you think about it, between now and release in two weeks. Uh, if you can find me a picture of that pier and the rocks, that'd, that'd be nice to to get a visual of it. And I'll, I'll see if I can find some of the Monterey coastline in okay. California, because that's where I, I'm thinking. I've never lived along the coast, so well, <laughs> I have no visual was, reference. It's a long Lake, Lake Erie, Michigan, so it's yeah. different. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's Lake Erie. It's not the ocean, but yeah. yeah. And it's fresh water, not salt. I know. That's what I was hoping. It was fresh water. But let's just take our horses over here. Yeah. I'm sorry. Let me take our drinks over here to horse. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, based on that, you are free to uh, do whatever you like. Tira is just going to settle in. It seems we've gone unnoticed to this point. And so she's going to settle down on the shoreline. Um, she's already wearing the cloak of protection. Mm-hmm. And I suppose she could have removed the helm from the saddlebag as part of her ruse that they were getting stuff out for some reason. And maybe it's just sitting, it's just set, set down on the rocks next to her. Okay. And I guess she's just going to, she's going to try and fiddle and look as natural and nonchalant as possible, fiddling with her little bracers, look out at the ocean and wait. Okay. So I thought you were saying that we could manage our way to a place where we couldn't be seen That's by right. the folks That's exactly on the right. wall. Did you want to go ahead and get to where we can't be seen? I want to just 
be able to observe the fact that we could go that way. Mm -hmm. Yes. Should we need to? Yeah. But because we also want Bash to be able to see us if he when he flies overhead, because he doesn't know who we're with. He's going to see two people and four horses. Uh, I think you knew about the the accompaniment. Did you know where we were going to be? We discussed setting up outside the... He's nodding yes. Yeah. (laughs) We did discuss setting up outside wherever the sewers exit the city. Instead of hanging out by the front gate, since we had no permission to get okay. in, we didn't want to. We wanted to try and stay unnoticed. I want to stay with the other two people and our yeah. horses for the time being. Yeah, yeah. Unless the need permits. Yeah, no, that's that's what I was saying. The that need you know, permits. Unless, <laughs> unless the situation calls for it. Thank you. Okay. Well, then we will lift up from where you are, and find ourselves zipping through over the wall, through the city, and down through the window into the dungeon of the prison. Bash, the click of the unlocking uh, barred door hangs in the air. It it wasn't loud, but for you, it seems like it was loud. So I'm going to go over. Can we describe the guy in the corner down there by the steps, what he's doing again? Was he sleeping or was he just aimlessly like just sitting there? If I recall correctly, he was leaned back in his chair with his feet up on the table, not paying attention. And then there was a screen of hanging aromatic herbs and orange peels, almost like a little curtain hanging down to help shield that area from the smell of the rest of the dungeon. Uh, As far as you can tell, he was awake, but if he was, he was not terribly observant. Okay. Um, How much can these three, uh, I'm I'm assuming it's the husband, wife, and son. How old was the son? I think I said 12, 13. So yeah, I, I'm, 13. Seeing, I'm seeing him as young teenager. Okay. Um, this is a little meta, but I need to know this before I can... My assessment of them, are they extremely starved and weak? Or are they just mildly uh, uncomfortable? <laughs> or Or are they nice and strong? They've been here at least a month because they mentioned that that's when they get bathed. I would say in that time, obviously health can deteriorate quickly in conditions like these. They seem to be generally okay. They're not tip-top shape. You're not going to have them being, you know, doing push-ups or anything. Okay. If I were to attempt to take the soldier not paying too much attention by surprise, Mm -hmm. what type of advantages or disadvantages would I have? In other words, I'm this size. Do I have any advantage on anything? If if he's not aware of my presence and I try to attack him, you will have definite advantage on stealth because you're down at floor level. You're still you still have your wings, correct? Correct. So there's a number of ways you can make your way into that corner, emphasizing stealth. Obviously, any attacks you make would would not be as effective because you're this small. And um, his keys they were dangling from his side. Yeah, his belt. His belt. How were they attached? It looks like it's a, a hefty ring. That is, I don't know if it's clipped, we'll say clipped to his belt. And um, the grate, uh, was that... The sewer grate? Yeah, the sewer grate. Can two people lift it? Yes. The, the weight of the grate itself should be easily handled by two people. Whether or not it's fastened into the floor is another matter entirely. How big are these squares in the grate? I'm looking at it on the, on the page of the drawing. Could Bash fit through one of those You squares? could fit through, yes. The people could not. Not to say you're not a person, but the full-size people. people. (laughs) 
But you said last time that definitely if the grate was lifted and removed, people could fit through there. According to, was the, it, was it a according to the drawing, it could. He said, he said that he didn't know how small the pipe would right, go. The, once you get down in there, it might be a small pipe and not like a big thing like we see in TV shows where you can it's just like, like a manhole. Or, yeah. It, you could see the grate and that was large enough to show that a person could fit. Mm-hmm. But what's under it, you're not entirely sure. Okay. With that in mind. Here we go. Strap in. I know the I know the I know the door is open, but can you just stay in here for a second? I, I need to see something. Um just keep the door closed, but just stay here, okay? Oh okay. So Wammerbash is gonna uh I guess jump down because he was sort of by the lock when it when it yeah. that thing. Um and I'm gonna run over to the grate. Okay. And I'm going to try to go down into one of the squares to try to check out the inside to see how big it is. If I th- feel that a, a human being can travel through this. It's a pretty disgusting situation, even for you. There's stuff hanging off the bottom side of the grate as you squeeze through. And the smell just about knocks you sideways. As you're down under the grate, there's the dripping sound of things falling into the area below. Your estimate is that smaller people might be able to squeeze down. It would be uncomfortable. They might have to go hands in the air or, yeah, overhead to minimize their profile. They couldn't fit down easily with their arms by their side, but with a squeeze, they might be able to squeeze through. And so my assumption at that is, since most of these folks have maybe been here for a while, they're not exactly obese. They're going to be skinny enough to fit down there, even if uncomfortable. The dark shapes that you have seen in the cells as you've passed all seem to be fairly slim to thin, unhealthily thin. Okay. I'm going to bat up to get up out of the drain or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and yeah. I'm going to run back over to that um, uh, cell there. Uh, uh, would you would you be able to uh, barricade that door at the top of the steps by by chance? You, maybe your, your, your wife and, and your son? What do you mean barricade the door? In other words, stop anyone from coming down. That would be... I I don't know the door itself. We were hurried down here. I yeah, don't remember it. Looks, it. it looks like it just opens down and comes comes down. If you place yourself and your wife and your son in front of it, do you think you might be able to hold a little bit? The any anyone trying to come in? I, I suppose or would you need we more could, would you need more people? We could try. If we have the right things, I don't know what's down here. We have not seen this area. You are gonna use the prisoners as human shields. Are you kidding me right now? You're not here right now. I'm not hearing you. No, this. this is me, not Tira. So, what is um, wrong so from with that, you? so from that point, I'm going to say, um, I have an idea. All right, hold, hold, just hold on, just a, a bit. I have some friends that are going to um, meet us uh, at the city. I need to go see if they're here. So again, just stay in here with the door unlocked. Um, and I'll try to return as qu- as quickly as I can. If the guard comes and finds our door unlocked, we will be in trouble. Don't be killed. I mean, dude. just just. I mean, you guys didn't leave. Just say like it, you didn't realize the door wasn't was it open. Why? Okay. Why would he? Be- Why do you need to leave it unlocked? I I think we can try and convince him if if it happens. Okay, I I'll try to return as quickly as possible. Thank you, thank you for everything you are doing for us. Okay, I jump. I just sort of jump over. I don't know if I jump. I maybe maybe I was just able to talk to him down the ground. But anyway, Why don't you just I'm gonna run over to um the grate. 
I'm going to head down and I'm going to head out toward the, um, the, what I perceive to be the exit. Can I smell the direction? Can I understand the direction of where to go? Is there a light in this flowing? <laughs> we're, we're going to treat this as a three point skill check. Okay. And if I can see a character sheet, Meredith, uh, we're going to make it survival. I think that's the one that, that best fits. Okay. You go down and you find yourself in a small tunnel. Again, as you're keeping your eyes peeled for this sort of thing, it appears that it would allow humans of normal size to move mm-hmm. through it. Again, it would not be comfortable, and this would certainly be an act of desperation, but it looks like the sewer is such that they would be able to move through it. It's going to get easier as you go, as you get closer, hopefully, to the I'm, outside. I was thinking about I was going to be sort of flying through the tunnel? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The first DC is going to be a 15. Okay. Followed by, well, we'll see how that one goes. All right. 16. Okay. You notice that there is a sluggish movement to the liquid below you. Okay. And you notice that it's heading generally in one direction. And so you think maybe it's going to roll downhill. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to attempt to also keep in mind how far I'm going to try to calculate how long it's going how long this trek out is that's tough uh no tell i said you, i'm going to be tempted to do it yeah i'll succeed so <laughs> <but>. <laughs> tell you what give me an intelligence check and we'll see if your estimate is going to be fairly accurate if you can get above a 14 yes 17 plus okay something about your senses seems to be clicking today and so you are fairly confident that you're keeping accurate measurements you follow along this section now you come to a split in the pipes go ahead and roll another survival check this one is going to be a dc of 13 correct i did it (laughs) it's 13 okay great i can't hardly bear to look you pause momentarily your wings flutter uncertainly in the air as you try and keep yourself aloft and then a small gust of brackish air cuts through the funk here and your thought is that's the way to go so you head that way you want to do another intelligence check to measure distance 18 plus okay using up all your good rolls here oh man no after another couple hundred feet of twisting and turning and various drops and elevation that sort of thing uh, you come to one last larger room this one seems to be something of a maybe a sluice room or something so that as heavy rain comes through it's pushing a lot of this stuff out and this is one last chamber and so there are several exits from here if you'll go ahead and give me your final check this is a dc of 11 and this is which one intelligence or this is your survival oh survival 19 plus okay there is a glimmer of light on the surface of the stuff moving along this passageway off to your right and as you move in that direction sure enough you hear the crash of waves against the cliff wall outside south of the city you make your way through and you burst through the grate and into the air and to the south you see the jagged rocky coastline stretching and you see some distant dark figures with a couple of horses okay i'm gonna head straight to the water and I'm just going to dive into the water and like just kind of yeah, clean off clean off, <laughs> clean off a little bit. Okay. Uh, I would like for you to take inspiration for maneuvering through all that. Okay. I think you might already have I already one. have one. Okay. Then why don't you take two experience points? Okay. 
You might want to also get a little ways out into the water before you dive in because you said that the water right at the coastline is <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, Yeah, the assumption is I'm going to cleaner waters <laughs> to make sure I'm not uh, just covered in blood. I mean, I I got covered while I was going through the grate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't yeah. like, you know, wandering in the muck, so... Yeah. Hopefully I'm not too bad. Of anyone to go through that, you were probably the best just because you're not as aware of that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. But you were still aware of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the smell was that strong. Okay. You are clean, salty clean. I, I, I look up over to try to see if I see any friends. You spy the group there on the coastline. Okay, so I'm going to um, just get up out of the water and bat my wings and fly over over to them. Tira, you are the first one to be aware of a flutter of small wings. Do you hear that? And she looks up into the sky and twists her head this way and Bash, that. you come around a rock and you see Tira craning her neck looking up into the blue morning sky. Tira, you're here. You're here. Yeah, listen, I, I was inside and I, I saw there was a, a bunch of prisoners. Um, I, they, they, I wasn't able to go up. There's a door at the top of the stairs and there's one guard uh, down there. And, and I, I saw he has the keys to the, to the, to the uh, jail areas. Uh, uh, I, I think, I think I can navigate you through, uh, the tunnel that leads up underneath. If you guys want to try, maybe try to get in that way and we can get the people out. Maybe we can even, if we're quiet about it, maybe we can get them out. Whoa, whoa, slow down, Bash. Slow down. So you were in the actual prison dungeon? Yes, yes. I, I went in, I went into the, uh, the lower part. It's under, underground a little bit. There was a, a window. I went in there and I saw the people and, and there's a... There's a hole in the middle of the place where we can maybe get the people through a tunnel and out, and it comes out right over there. Tira is stunned for a moment. This is a little bit different than the intelligence they were expecting to get. Mm -hmm. Because she was expecting to get intelligence on how best to attack the prison, neutralize the guards, and just lead the prisoners out the front door. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're saying we should lead... All of the prisoners through the sewers. I mean, I, I think if we can do it quiet, and I said there's only one guard, we might have to stop the door from opening. It opens out down the stairs, and if we maybe put something in front of it or some people can hold it, we might be able to get the people through the tunnel. But how big was the tunnel? Remember, you were small when you it, went it, through it. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty big. It's big enough, I think, that people can crawl through it, but there's a lot of poop. Well, obviously, Bash, it's a sewer drain. Do it you really smelled. think that... that do you really think that that is the best way to get everybody out? I mean... I think we could do... I also have another another idea. I think if we can get everybody out, um, I can grab um, my little fortress and I can take it in there and say the word and just... just It'll grow up inside. It'll get bigger from the bottom there. But we everybody has to be out because I don't want anybody to get hurt. Why would we do that, though? Well, number one, not only does it cr- crush that building, but then we can actually go inside and we can continue to fight because I don't think we'll just be able to walk out with all of these people, prisoners, without being attacked by anyone else. Oh, we definitely will not be able to pull that off without being seen. But I'm sorry, I need to go back to this sewer drain. Farron, by the way, you can hear all this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I'm waiting and, for an opportunity is just going, to speak. Every time I what? see Meredith going, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, okay, she's going to say something. I'll just... I, I think that the moment if we tried to attack the this prison, that the guard would just go and start killing people. Like, I think this is the best chance. I think we might be able to get them out without getting them hurt or killed. Bash, did you have to 
go through any grates or any doorways, passages on your way out from the prison? Yes, but I, I, I remember I remember how to get through the, the tunnel. And there is a there is a grate, but like it can be lifted up and it's big enough for people to get in and get out. There's just one grate? Yes. In the prison? Yes. In the oh. in the cliff wall. Oh yeah, was that yeah, that yeah, was barred. Was yeah, but we, we yeah, but I think we'll be able to. I think we'll be able to either open them or, or get in there. I think. Well, we would need to find that out first. We do not want to lead a bunch of. How many were there? Did you see all thirty-two of them? It's more than thirty-two. It's more than thirty-two. I think it was like sixty. Do you, I know, do you, I, you I, note I, said thirty I, to a hundred. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I, I remember it was less than a hundred, yeah. so I just you chose said a that, you said you know rough estimate because of the number of cells. Yeah. And the very the first one he went to had three people in it. He said it could be upwards of a hundred, but he was just literally guessing because he's just running around like a tiny yeah. person. Yeah. It's more than it's more than. <laughs> what are you trying to say about tiny people? Okay. <laughs> it's more. He was able to more or less conclude that there's more than just the 32 that Torgovets was worried about, that there were probably some Sekretninish prisoners from other groups, other chapters. And maybe not even affiliated, just regular people. Right, just people. other prisoners. Yeah. So you want to try and lead anywhere from 30 to 60 people through a narrow sewer line, single file... This is going to be this is going to be as hard to pull off as a frontal assault on the prison. Right, but in this way we can barricade the door and maybe take out the guard and have more a higher possibility of of the prisoners not getting hurt and or killed if we attack. You say there's one guard in the yes. prison dungeon. Yes. Well, I don't know what you think, Farron, but I would think the first priority would be to take that guard out before he can alert the rest of the oh, I forgot to tell you. Um, I opened up one of the cells. And, what? And but no one heard. And there were three. How people. do you know no one heard? Because he didn't move. The prisoner, the the the, the soldier, the guy didn't didn't move. Bash. Anyway, listen, listen. I think with their help, they might be able to hold the door with someone else. You if want we come to through. use the prisoners to barricade the door? To hold. Why the, are you being so loud, Tira? To hold the door. Because I'm Tira. And I just heard some really bad news. Now you can tell me yeah, to no, shut no. up. Yeah, no, I just asked you. <laughs> okay. So you could, are you going to say that to Farron like that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's going to be a fight on the beach. Yeah, no kidding. Wait, I feel like we just met. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. We've been together for a week. <laughs> we have only known Close each other to for it, like yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but are you hearing what he is telling us? He opened a prison cell, and left the people there unattended. What if that guard goes around and finds that gate unlocked? I know, I agree. That Bash? was not the plan. Bash. Yeah. Can <laughs> you go back in, and there's a few different reasons why. One, can you actually go in there to count the prisoners? Two, can you see how that grate is attached? Because if it's just an easy lift and it's not attached to anything, great. But if it's attached and we're going to have a hard time getting through. And three, can you relock that cell door and get out of there? I, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I, I think we should go take a look at the grate on the side of the mountain Bash. there and, and try to see if we can open it. Bash, why would you not go there? These what? people's lives are at I, risk. I, I, I don't know that. 
I don't know that the exact amount of people matters at this point. And on top of that, I didn't see anything in the grate that was holding it down. I think it could just be lifted up. The DM told me. (laughs) (laughs) So what about the grate at the end of the tunnel? Let's go check it out. Can you just fly in there and take a look? I really don't want to. Go in there. I mean, okay, when, when you say great, I'm thinking it's the outside wall and there are bars there. Like, in other words, you're not literally flying, like, in to get to the great. We're, it's going to be there, yeah. not far from the in exit. The, so I didn't in the think... semicircle opening, yeah. it's got bars, I'm assuming. It's yeah. not just open hole. Yeah, yeah you don't have to f- go in to right, see so it. Right, so at first, I thought it was just an open hole, so we didn't see anything at the end. Right. Because all I, all I okay, heard may- was Okay, maybe it's like, hole. what, three feet in or something? I don't know. All right. Let me say something. As you passed through that grate to come outside of the sewer, you did see that the bars have been there obviously for quite some time and the salt air has taken a toll on, on it. the metal, yeah. Uh, it would not be silent to do something to the bars. However, they do look like they are not in the best condition. And not wide enough for a person to Correct. get out. He yeah. could fly out, but we would have to get rid of those bars. They, if we got rid of one, could people squeeze out? Uh, you would have to be careful. Um, the bars here are made to generally keep larger things from going through. Right, animals and stuff. However, they were made spaced widely enough apart that stuff could flow out. And so mm-hmm. there's there's probably a larger gap there than is usual for bars. So if we re- re- removed one, it might be large enough. If to, you could remove a go. single bar, the people that you have seen in the prison should be able to squeeze through. Could they get through to come in? You would need to remove two for that. Can I go as far in as I need to to investigate these bars and stuff and kind of take a look at the metal work and all that? Yeah, it's going to take one stealth check of a DC of 10 for you to maneuver along the rocks and get to a vantage point where you can see it, observe it without being seen from anybody on the wall. Farron, why don't you go... And check out the the metal of those bars. Because pew. No, because (laughs) she will know better. She'll be able to get a better idea of what it would take to remove them. Yeah, the metal, yeah. Bash, you stay here. No. I'm going to fly with her, I think. I'm on it. Keep a lookout. Okay, Uh, I'm going to do inspiration. (laughs) (laughs) Because that was a one. (laughs) I'm going for a swim. <laughs> you should have done it because you have luck points. Well, and I don't want. But you're jinx. right; she's better. She's better I don't want to jinx Michael's dice because it's rolling really well. Okay, seventeen plus. I don't know. Plus, take, yeah. yes, plus. Yeah, you take a look at the rocks and you think that's the way I should go, and then you reconsider very quickly because you realize that the rocks there are not as stable as they appear. And so you plot another course, and you make your way very deftly along the rocks, keeping your head low. At one point, you do see movement atop the wall, but you duck down, and there's no indication that anyone has seen you. You find yourself within about, I'll say, 20 feet of the entrance. It would be a slight climb. It's about 10 feet above you. And the the rock, of course, underneath that is pretty slick with nastiness. But sure enough, you can see that the bars are pretty well oxidized, pitted here and there. With a small amount of effort and an inordinate amount of noise, you would be able to remove two of the bars to allow passage through. And, and, and you see, I'm flying all of that. You see, I, I think with I think if one was moved, or were moved, I think we could get the people out. But I think if you guys could come in and help, 
I think maybe two. We'd have to get rid of two for you guys to fit. Yeah, yeah, I see that. I'm trying to see if we could remove one of these bars without making a lot of noise. I mean, my goal, this is meta, I guess, is that what we're calling it, meta? (laughs) My goal is to, I mean, I wish I could kind of get in there and just break up the parts that are really badly oxidized and rusted away and kind of, even if there's a little sharp thing sticking up, I'd rather do that than to actually have to remove it from the way that it was attached. (laughs) But see, this to me seems to be kind of one of the things, like opening a cough drop in church. It's better to go, and it's done, than it is to go, (laughs) yeah, for five minutes. Sure. So... I, you know, Tira was thinking, and I was thinking that the best thing would be to either use some magical means or something in your tools to just make as quick and clean a cut as you can to just pull that thing out wholesale. Well, I could actually just burn it and melt the metal and then pull it away because I could use a spell to do that. Right. And that might make less, I, mean, I don't know how much noise the spell makes, but just melting the metal so that it pulls it, you, you wouldn't have that... You know, pulling metal on metal and stuff. That's not a bad idea. About uh, heating up that that uh, oxidized pitting yeah, to metal to make it soft. To make it softer. And, and I was what I was going to ask was, what if we removed one and bent the other, not removing it? Then that would be big enough for them to go through. Like any look. Like. This, yeah, yeah. Because after if it's warm like that, she could take tools and like push it if she can get it that hot. It's, I'm gonna uh, it's open up, to, up my my spell yeah. book real quick. Okay. And I think what we will do is we'll end the episode here with you pondering what to do. Okay. We'll pick up with you on the stone here with your plan, hopefully fully in place mm-hmm. as we pick up next time. So let's go ahead and award some XP. Man. There was some good stuff going on here. Uh, Farron, I'm going to give you three experience points for your idea with the spells. I don't know if that's the direction mm. you will take, but that's uh, good yeah. thinking. Yay, thank I think, you. I think it was her idea, wasn't it? Oh. Well, it was her idea to rip off the Band-Aid, right, right. so to speak, but... Yeah, you, yeah, but you actually came up with the spell Application idea. Application of the spell, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. For experience points, I'm going to give each of you three for role-playing and for the various things you did. And if anything in particular stood out, uh, let's go into Norse battle. This is the hardest part because going through the last, you know, what, 45 minutes mm-hmm. to an hour? I mean, it's just... I can't get over Bash suggesting that we use the prisoners to barricade the door. I, I mean, honestly, he needs to have points taken away for that. That no, is a terrible idea. No, it's not. It's and not. And I can't. It's yes, not. It is, if anything, all. you should suggest that I barricade the door. Like, why on earth would you suggest using the feeble prisoners whose lives are already in danger to barricade the door? Why? Because, number one, um, I don't know that they can fight and get rid of the guard as quickly as any of us can. That's number one. Granted. N- number two. But see, we're planning to do that first. Get rid of the guard before we even move anybody. Right, but I want to do it as quickly and as less loud as possible. There's no way you're going to have old boy, his wife, and his son take out a guard in any time that's either quick or silent. As opposed to if we do it. Um, so that's number one. Number How two. How do you th- think it's going to take us to take out two guys who have magic 
and one who is strong I'm not as an worried, ox. I'm not worried How about the time. How long is it going to take us to, to take out one guard yeah. and then go up, barricade the door while you guys start? You I'm not know? worried about the time. I'm worried about the noise because the moment we start, people are going to come down that those steps. And so if they can hold the door, I'm not literally like literally like going to kill them and shove them in there to barricade know, the but door. As but as soon as that but door opens, they're going to be like, prisoners trying to escape. Whack. But... It comes in, so they're barricading the door. If we could take out the dude, then we turn around. Because remember, he's right there. Then we just turn around and we say, run down the stairs. When they run down the stairs, we're there. So this is not Norse battle, but (laughs) um, the plan was to take back the intel to the, the group. Yeah. And so I didn't know that we would necessarily be doing a whole lot right now. We're not going to just run in like Rambo. I'm going to remind you of that if you come up with, let's do this now, because right, I don't because think we, we were, should. we were supposed to go back. Where are the whistles? If we're going to do something in the prison, we still want to draw them away yeah. from yeah. the prison. Why, why don't we have that in the uh, next episode <laughs> yeah, then? Yeah. Yeah. That. yeah. Um, so There's for now, a whole lot of the plan we discussed yeah. is being tossed over, it's being tossed yeah. down the sewer at this point. <laughs> Quite literally. Yes. Okay, Norse battle, Norse yeah. battle. Okay. I mean, I, I don't know, other than what you've already awarded as far as, you know, his yeah. points. And that's fine. For whatever it was. That's fine. His ideas and stuff. Yeah. I, I like the way things are shaping right now. I, your roles were you do. <laughs> incredible. Yeah. I mean, it's this is, this is intriguing to me to watch oh, it unfold, man. see how your minds are working on this problem. I presented the problem and you all are coming up with Interesting solutions, let's say. <laughs> I want to nominate Bash for at least a point for his, you know, I'm going to dip into the water first before I fly over to the okay, group. Because yeah. I think it's just a little character yeah. play, role play, whatever. Nicely done. You get a point. Yes. Do I get a point for yelling at Bash? I mean, we're, we're giving points for who knows what now. Wait, can I get some points for suggesting that we, how we get to the shoreline? Oh yeah, her yeah, 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 yeah. hailing the boats and stuff. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, take mm. take two. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh that was well done. Anything else? All right. Well then let's get that recap and we'll wrap this episode. Tira is sixty-five points into level twelve. Wamberbash is seventy-one points into level twelve. Farron is forty-two points into level twelve. Way to go. And we'll see where all this takes you next time as we return to the beach here just south of Saragavan. And a sticky situation. We'll see you here again next time, right here at Stack of Dice. <laughs> you mean want to say that? And a stinky situation. <laughs> All right, so you're right here at Stack of Dice again. No, that's good. I mean, we were like laughing. That's fine. Bit, so, okay. <laughs> <laughs>